Hello and welcome to Is It, Is it In Yet? <laughs> Coming to you from London. <laughs> <laughs> it's Grace in Scotland. Lucy in London. Woo-hoo. Grace from Scotland, come on down. Grace in Scotland. You're playing Guess the Ad. Woo! Oh dear, I'm losing my mind. Okay, good. Well, welcome everyone to the isolation special of Is It In Yet? Now, some people aren't having any sex at all, and some people are just having sex with themselves. So today, we are going to be bringing you lots of stories, isolation sex stories, to help you get through this very, very difficult time. Obviously, we're missing many, many things. We're missing the outdoors. We're all missing each other, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit um but i think the nation is really really missing sex maybe above all to be honest yeah it's peak horniness right now i've never seen anything like it so today's topic is just basically how much of a horny little bitch everyone's being how desperate it's getting out there we got people out here probably asking for dick pics i've heard that people are just taking whatever they can get at the minute so you two how would you yeah. describe your sex lives in one word right now <sighs> interesting no it's not interesting i lied it's it's nothing it's weird <laughs> i hate it interesting would suggest that you're having it so yeah no i'm not just to clarify i'm not i'm not breaking self-isolation rules i'm being very good about that good well done i just really want to be outside making really bad sexual decisions again i miss it lucy actually messaged me in the first week of lockdown asking me if i would be okay which was which was a tough thing to hear well, you're the one person who I was genuinely really worried, more than anyone, more than my parents. I was just genuinely worried about your yeah. well-being in this lockdown because <laughs> I knew you weren't going to handle it well. And week one, you said you're fine. You don't have FOMO because everyone else is locked in. And then by week two, you went to meltdown mode. Yeah, so yeah, it kind of comes in waves. Sometimes I think it's good. Sometimes, you know, I'm doing a lot of cooking, baking a lot of bread. <laughs> who is it? You are making good bread. <laughs> I'm making good bread. But yeah, other times I would like to just rip my own skin off out of sheer, sheer boredom. So ups and downs, ups and downs. Wow. Well, thoughts and prayers go to you, Josh, (laughs) at this difficult time. Lucy, what's your sex life in one word? I'm just going to say this now because like, let's just get get rid of the elephant in the room. I am self-isolating my boyfriend. So my life is quite normal. Okay, sorry. Oh, Fucking just sorry. Get out. Why are you even on this podcast today? Get out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I have a normal sex life. Fuck off. Yeah, it's, everything's everything's normal here. But that's that's what I'll say on it. Just to, not to upset anyone. Yeah, don't rub it in. Don't don't say it's good. It's rubbish. We don't want to hear that. We yeah. just, no, normal is fine. We can yeah. deal with that. We can deal with that. Um, so yeah, don't have a lot of time for people isolating together. There's you. There's no boo zero from time you. For zero it. time for you. However. Who do you think has it worse at the minute? Singles or people in relationships who are isolating apart? Because the relationshipers, they moan a lot on the internet. They are moaning a lot on Twitter. They are moaning a lot on, in- on Instagram. They're moaning a lot, but why are they fucking moaning? They have it better than any single person out there. I think the thing is, is when you're in a relationship, you know, this is just the same as being in a long distance relationship. The only people that are moaning are just like, this is a new thing for them. And, you know, honestly, great for them that they've had this sort of privileged existence. But this is the fucking real world. Um, and this is what a long distance relationship, you sort of have to adapt. And I don't really have any sympathy. And I sort of hope they break up. 
<laughs> I'm seeing too many tweets of people upload or like Instagrams uploading a picture of them, their boyfriend being like, oh my God, missed this one so much. It's been, it's been five weeks. Have you never gone this long before? It's like, you've got a boyfriend yeah. or a girlfriend. You can just Get send them fucked. a pic. All the, like, send them a nude whenever you want. Like your relationship is fine. It's 2020. There's no excuse for it. You know, if you've got someone in your life that is willing to talk to you and look at pictures of your naked body, then use it. <laughs> and don't don't fucking complain because it's just greedy. Because that's the thing. Like if singles, singles, it's already hard enough outside of lockdown and normal life to like do the legwork, go on hinge, spend hours talking to them, get it to the date stage, date them, whatever, whatever. To do that in lockdown, yeah. it must be. Josh, how is it? It's not fun. Uh, yeah all my willingness to go on hinge and stuff has just been completely dried up because i'm like i'm gonna get bored of you you're gonna get bored of me you know we're gonna ruin anything anything possible that we're ever gonna have and i'm gonna definitely not want to talk to you by the time this is all over that's the thing i just thought of that is is there a possibility that people are gonna make like quite serious connections maybe in lockdown and then the moment it's lifted one of them's like fuck off bye and the other one's like what I thought yeah, we were become I mean, like girlfriend boyfriend essentially if you, you're just getting a fucking pen pal right you're getting a pen pal for the summer holidays sexy pen and, pal but it's not yeah the thing is it's like it's probably not even gonna be that sexy like I <laughs> one of my friends or friends said that um, she was going on like a uh, first date a first hinge date on like Skype or fucking Zoom or whatever and I just could not imagine anything more horrific than like trying to do the first date flirting thing over Zoom while it's like pixelated and it's being like, oh yeah, no, yeah, no, can you hear me? Sorry, yeah, I know I just, I was actually just telling a, a joke, it was a joke, yeah. No, yeah, I do respect the NHS, it was just, it was a, it was a clapping joke. And the thing is, it's like you can't, <laughs> you can't have the sort of like flirty energy that you need. And then what, so you, you're doing this and then what, third date, you just, yes. just pop, a, pop a tit out? Like, how does that work? Like, where does... Pop a tit out. Jesus Christ, Josh. I'm just... I don't know. How the fuck do you crank up, like, a Zoom date? How do you do yeah. that? The thing is, it's like, I've done a few Zoom drinks things where you get quite drunk and it's kind of a weird feeling to just be drunk and then realise that you're just sitting at your laptop in your room and you're just a bit drunk. But, like, I just couldn't imagine then being like, oh, well, hey, you, this person that I've only ever seen through my computer screen, I'd love to see your pixelated body just without with less pixels like le like take off your clothes pixels i want to see your body pixels like it just this is like, weird this is weird stop stop <laughs> no, it's weird right like who are the psychopaths doing fucking her first dates on on video chat uh, honestly josh a lot of people everything you just said felt psychopathic so like exactly exactly i'm losing my mind <laughs> i mean it's happening it is happening. Josh, how's it been like in the outside world, in the real world, when it comes to flirting? You managed to chat anyone off down the Sainsbury's aisle? So this is really the tough thing is that like, obviously I don't do this a lot, but like sometimes when you, you're, you're sitting in public and you see strangers like on the tube, God, that feels like another world. But when you see a fit stranger and you're like, oh, maybe one day, you know, I will have a very rom-com moment where I, you know, they drop their shopping, I help them pick it up. But now, if someone did that, they would tell you to immediately get two meters away. You know, you can't bump into people. You can't see people at coffee shops. The coffee shops are shut. And it's just like all my romantic comedy fantasies of how I would eventually meet my wife are just being put on hold. And I just... There's going to be a load of fucking coronavirus rom-coms where like someone falls in love with their delivery driver or like the guy that delivers their veg box once a week. And it's yeah. the only human contact they have. Or it could be something like... <laughs> Like like a supermarket cashier, you know, they're through, they're through the glass and like they have this whole relationship. Yeah, I mean, in a way, like Love is Blind basically did quarantine before quarantine was yeah. a thing. It tested the waters. <laughs> yeah, it was like we should have listened to Love is Blind and realised that this was the future whether we like it or not. 
Wow. <laughs> Deep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, Josh, I really have got visions of you just by the end of this all just sitting out of your balcony, shouting at strangers down the street. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I might start writing love letters and sending them out on paper planes into the world just to see where they end up. Oh my God, what if I tied it to a balloon and then I just sent it off and then the girl that finds a balloon has to marry me? Seems <laughs> <laughs> like that's jumped a bit there. <laughs> Let's do that and see where the balloon ends up next week. <laughs> Stuck in a chimney. I'm going to look in to see if there's um, a, an essential balloon that I can legally purchase. <laughs> <laughs> okay, obviously it's singles have it hard. People in relationships have it a tiny bit hard, but not very hard at all, so stop moaning. But I think the people I really, really feel for are people who are in like situationships or sort of, you know, half boyfriend, half girlfriend kind of situationships because you're kind of having to plunge into the unknown a bit and you're, you know, potentially committing a bit more time to each other than you would usually do because you kind of know that you've got to keep it alive, you know, and you're having to do stuff like have FaceTime sex and send nudes and, and kind of keep that going as well. All while, all while thinking, is the other person texting someone else? Because everyone's got so oh, much time. Be. They could be, yeah. Yeah, you know, the sheer boredom has driven a lot of people to dating apps. So... You know, what if the person you're seeing is actually still seeking out new people for when this is over? That's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, so just to clarify, in case people don't know, half relationships, what? It's when, like, you've been seeing someone for a while, but you're not yet official. But, like, and, like, you wouldn't, for example, you wouldn't buy each other a birthday present. It's, like, not there. But neither one of you have got the balls to say, like, is this a thing or not? Yeah. But, like, you hold hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's such a niche detail. You look into each but you other hold hands. hands. So, yeah. <laughs> Big deal. That's quite comely. Yeah, I think hold, holding hands is, like, a good sign of it, I think. Thank you, Grace. <laughs> it's really sweet. Really sweet. <laughs> Um, yeah, you probably tag each other in a few memes. Um, you probably message every day. You probably would be holding hands right now if you could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the number one thing in this. Yeah. You would be holding hands. Do you think there's people in situationships out there just thinking, oh, if only I could hold their hand right now? I mean, look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go full mushy or this early, but I'm just saying like, you know, <laughs> it would be nice to just hug someone. <laughs> it would be nice just to feel something. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's only so many times you can go to Sainsbury's to feel something before you start feeling anything. Not long now, my friends. Not long. I would actually really like to know how horny you both are. There's no winners or losers here. It's just a number. I think we're all losers, Grace, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> I've done a quick survey and um, I'm going to give us just 30 seconds to answer it. And then we're going to compare our scores at the end to see who truly is the horniest. Good. <laughs> First question. How many people are you chatting to? So, you know, flirting with via your telephone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now, the second one is how many nudes have you sent? Third one is how many nudes have you received? How many horny memes have you liked? Just give me a just guess. <laughs> just a rough, rough guess of it. <laughs> how many times are you thinking about sex a day? How many times have you wanked on average per week? Now I think the per the per week phrasing is lead you know, setting me up to fail. <laughs> I mean, I swear the per day one would, would also. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's not good how you spin it. <laughs> okay, go. Okay, we are going to compare 
our scores. So do we have to? Is this something? Can we not just keep the numbers to ourselves? It feels. But like- I'm going to be the bigger person here, and I'm going to give my score first because that's the kind of host I am. Good, good for you, Grace. My score was 26. Yeah, cool. Mine was 23. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Josh. <laughs> Yeah, sort of. I wish it was lower, but it does seem to be hovering very much in the sort of 38 to 40 region. (laughs) He is thirsty. He's thirsty. Yeah, I did this quiz the other day and I got 100% thirsty on it. And I was just like, right, I need need to take some time off. Josh, have you sent any nudes? I would just like to preface this by saying very much that it was asked for in the heat of the moment during a situation via text. And yes, I have. I'm going to be man enough to admit it. But you know, with dick pics, you have, they have to be asked for. You can't just send them. How much time did you take to prepare this pic? Obviously, girls take a long time. Did you consider like lighting? And- oh, obviously. I mean, the way, the way I actually did it, it's sort of quite cynical, was like, I, in, the, in the context of the conversation, I was like, oh, you probably hate getting dick pics, right? And she was like, no, well, you know, sometimes um, if they're taken well. And I was like, oh, what do you mean taken well? Like, what exactly? What are some tips that you might have? And then she gave me all the the pointers. What did she say? Go on. Go on then. Well, they were about like lighting and angles. She was like, don't do the thing where you just take a picture directly down because people apparently do that. She was like, do it from a certain angle. And then I, you know, at the end I was like, oh, so what do you think of, you know, with those tips in mind, what do you think of this effort? And she was like, yeah, good, good picture. Well done. Thank you. (laughs) So she didn't technically ask for it. Yeah, no. She didn't actually want to see your penis. (laughs) No, that was... It was in the con in the context of the conversation. It was a natural flowing thing. Seems like you wanted to take a picture of a penis and send it to her, and this was a perfect time. Look, I thought this was a judgment-free zone. I just need you to clarify at which angle for our male listeners. Which angle is the best for recreating that? I d- I did it sort of down. <laughs> But you can't have your feet in the shot. So I'm lying like vertical, and then the the camera's yeah, looking yeah. down. But no feet. No, you have to get the feet because feet. I think feet are weird. Do dick pics ever actually look good? Is there a science? I mean, look, I'm not a girl. I don't know what you guys think about them. But what? But what I, did you think of I, your dick pic? Well, I think a lot of times it's more about the act of it. It's just the act of sending it, and they're like, oh, you know. It's the thrill. It's ex- it's exciting. The thrill. I don't know. It's not about the actual picture. Whereas, like, when girls send nudes, it's obviously about the composition and the picture and the female. Yeah, female. it's about the thrill too. We like the thrill. Cool. Well, I'm glad we analysed your dick pic. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> um, so how many news have you received, Josh? Um, I would say somewhere close. It's between 25 and 30. Josh, that's one a day. I mean, they, came, they come in bursts. They come in very specific bursts. Um, this one person I was speaking to sent me um, 10 uninterrupted. Bang, 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 bang. That feels excessive. With four different outfit changes. So Outfit? Um, Outfit changes. Wow. Four different outfit changes. And some of them were gifts, so... That's fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. Who is this genius? Was it... Was, were the gifts hot? Were they meant to be, like, funny? No, they were They were good. They were... They weren't funny gifts. Sexy gifts. Sexy gifts. Sexy gifts. That is amazing. Good on her. And do you know, just asking for a friend, did she do that on an on iPhone live photo? <laughs> uh, so, on, um, on, for example, WhatsApp, say you were hypothetically using whatsapp to message if you cut a very short video if you try and send a video that's four seconds long you have the option to make it into a gif and it automatically makes it into a gif and then it repeats in your whatsapp chat forever and ever and ever well there we go 
So on three, we're all gonna say how many times a day we're thinking about sex. You ready? One, two, three. Five. Three. 20 to 30. <laughs> 230, did you just say? I said 20 to 30. You said you 230. Read... Or 230. I mean, it basically is the same fucking thing. <laughs> Great. Good to know. In terms of wanking, if I lower my tone on a specific rude word, it's, it's to avoid my grandmother, who's in the next room hearing. <laughs> In terms of in terms of wanking, how how is that differed? How is that differed for everyone? More or less? More just out of boredom, just something to do, isn't it? <laughs> just something to pass the hours. Less for me because yeah. I'm just stuck yeah. under the same roof. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to distract myself so I'm not doing it all the time because that just sort of loses its thrill, doesn't it? Um, then it's just one less thing I can enjoy. <laughs> I got really bored. I went to, I was playing GTA the other day and I went to the strip club just, just to feel like what it's like to be outside. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, I went to the strip club. <laughs> that's, that's fucking sad. That yeah. is pretty sad. Is it sad to go to a strip club in real life? Probably not. Yeah. Feels a bit, feels a bit sad. All right, bit cool. Lame, we can yeah. move on. We don't have to dwell on it. <laughs> Josh, how many people are you chatting to at the minute? A few, a few. Three to two, three, four. It depends. Any given day could be a different number. It doesn't depend. <laughs> is it two or is it four? People people dip in, people dip out. You know, I message girls that I matched with on Hinge two weeks ago. They speak to me for like a day, then they bid me off. You know, it's just constant rotation. We're just people come in, people come out, roll on, roll off. I hope the two girls who you said between two and four, who you like two, maybe four, the two that you can't miss out here, don't listen to this because I'd be upset. I would. Oh, I want to be counted in the official official stats. <laughs> official official government official government stats. I actually have a press conference every day at five PM from my living room. I announce who I'm going to continue talking to that day. <laughs> Josh, you're not alone there. So I actually did a little survey on the Instagram of people and just, you know, said, how many people is everyone chatting to? Expecting people to be like, oh, yeah, two, three, because in real life, like that's all one human's brain can physically manage. I am at emotional capacity if I am texting more than one boy at once. So confusion to me. But someone said 15 which do I believe that? I don't know. Fifty okay, fifteen fifteen I would need I would need a personal assistant to manage fifteen people. How can you be asked? You're not allowed to say that, Lucy. Remember your your opinion on this is void. I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm gonna close my laptop and go. <laughs> you just leave now. So yeah, so there was a few people saying fifteen, thirteen, ten, blah blah. Too high. Too such a ridiculous number. The average was about four. So you're, you're about on trend there, Josh. Thank you. I, I, I pride myself on being on, on you know, having, having the pulse of the nation. Yes. <laughs> um, a third of people said they received text from their ex. Just a third. Just a third. Wow. Why do you think it would be higher? How many texts from ex have you received? Several. I've received none. How many have I sent out is a different question. No. <laughs> Did you really? What would one's message be? <laughs> well, you know, just how, how's how's it going? How's the isolation? Long time, long time no speak. Yeah, I mean, I always want to communicate with them, but I largely <laughs> am bored. Yeah, I I've I've seen some pretty pathetic ex texts floating around. People using all sorts of excuses to slide in. But I guess checking on yeah. people's well being is quite nice. If that's what you were doing, Josh, how are you doing? Thinking of you, much love. Yeah, sure. Let's let's say that. Let's say that. Yeah, yeah. How, hope hope your family are staying safe <laughs> hope you are keeping well which is my favorite phrase of isolation in these troubling times <laughs> now i like stay safe stay healthy 
<laughs> okay, a few people did message and say that they've been sneaking out. Fuck those people. To meet people for sex. And I'd just like to take this opportunity on this platform to tell you off and tell you that's completely unacceptable and scum. I am scum. angry and I'm disappointed and I think you should have more respect. So please don't do that. I just think if you're if 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 the worst happens and like your nan died of coronavirus, you're gonna be thinking, why did I go and have mediocre sex with some guy from Tinder who probably didn't have a bed frame or sheets and you know, killed someone that's very close to me. I'm just saying, you could happen. Think very carefully before you do it. Sex is going to be bad. It's not worth it. Just wait. Just wait. Do you think it's like a thrill? Do you like, we talked about the thrill earlier of like sending news and dick pics. Do you think people are getting a bit of a thrill of like knocking on their partner's door being like looking at who's looking around? Yeah, but it's just, yeah, quite selfish though, in a way. Yeah, I'm not calling it a good thing. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just wondering like, if people do it. sounded like you were defending them. <laughs> no, not at all. So one of my friends who was irresponsible and therefore will remain nameless was asking me the other day whether he should meet up with someone to go for a walk and potentially try and have sex with them in the woods. <laughs> During weird. quarantine. I mean, it's sort of the only option you have, really. But at the same time, deeply irresponsible. What time of d- just a day or a night time thing? Yeah. Well, like, like a, he was like, a, like, an, like an evening dusk To be walk. honest... I remember watching that Channel 4 dogging documentary and it's all sounding a bit like that without the, yeah. without the cars. But the thing is, is like, mm. if you add in the context of a global pandemic, it, does it make it more okay? No. You know? Okay. <laughs> no. Imagine the, imagine the police coming around and being like, hey now. Well, I saw some, I saw, I saw on like the Sun Online, they did a, they did a picture of two people that were caught shagging in a field. <laughs> no. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, classic. <laughs> really? I'm going to look that now. <laughs> Maybe they've just gone on a first hinge date and that's what happens. Yeah, well, you know, Dr. Fauci, who's the head of the US Center for Disease Control, said that you can have Tinder dates only if you're prepared to accept the grave risk, which feels right. like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they were in South London. Yeah, they were in South London, yeah. That's jokes. <laughs> sorry, I'm just, look- just looking. Yeah, anyway, sorry, conclusion, I don't think your mate should do that. No. He should just hold tight. No, well, he, t- well he-, he later went for a walk with her and turns out she wasn't interested in sleeping with him anyway, so... <laughs> I'm sorry. He made up this whole thing before he had even yeah. got any idea whether she wanted to be shagged against a tree. Yeah, he was like, he was like, he was like, if I go, if I go for a walk with this girl and it comes to it, like, should I, should I shag her in the woods? And I was like, I don't know, mate. Probably not. You would be deeply freaked out if you were on a first date with a man and then he started being like so and like started being quite flirty. And you were like in the middle of a fucking forest. You'd be like, where's the trap door into the ground for my fucking burial? Yeah. Your mate needs to not do that. <laughs> He needs to change his game plan. That's yeah. not how he's getting laid. To, to even tell you he was thinking of doing that is fucking nuts. I mean, like, <laughs> can you blame people? People are very desperate in these times. Yes. Okay, you can, fine, blame the people. From my well, position in this castle, I can blame him. That is wrong. Well, it's all very well and good, you being able to blame people. <laughs> <laughs> but have a little, have a little thought. I just really hope that we come out of this and people keep up the horny energy and we have a really horny summer. That's all I'm hoping for. That's it will be. It'll be fucking wild. I hope we're the sort of the single people with the pent up energy are going to join forces with the people who have recently got out of unhappy relationships and we're just going to destroy the world. <laughs> it's going to be threesomes, foursomes, fivesomes everywhere. I can see it now. 10, 11, 12, no limit. <laughs> Go nuts. <laughs> Aren't they saying this is going to be like the new baby boomer year because it's going to be loads of people just shagging? Yeah. We'll be the new boomers. Woo! <laughs> That'd be fun. I have a whole generation of really shitty kids that were born during quarantine. (laughs) 
I just want to talk <laughs> about some of your really thirsty stories that you sent in. So Ali says, I'm sending nudes to five different boys. Okay, I think if you're, I feel like if you're doing that many, you might as well just start like an email newsletter and just get everybody signed up. Put them in a WhatsApp group. You'll save yourself some it's time. It's not OnlyFans. Oh, OnlyFans. You got the startings of a small business. Make, make some money. <laughs> okay, I'm going to finish the story. Two boys from Uni City and three boys from home because you've got to keep your options open. She's not wrong. I have a few of my best nudes that I recycle and send to all of them but sometimes I spice it up with different bits of personalization there are two that I want to shag Mm. and so they get personalized nudes plus a couple of recycled nudes Um, but then the other three backups just get the recycled nudes now what she has done is she has created a system for making sure she is efficiently getting her nudes to the right people and she's taken the correct steps I think to make sure that she is going to be left with a good outcome when we're all released just quickly has she been furloughed like where's she getting all this fucking time yeah i i think we're clearly what we're dealing with here we're dealing with like a a, a content professional yeah. who knows exactly what her output is knows exactly the right channels to reach the audience she has a very bright future ahead of her i think in the content she, game. she really does what i would want to know is if the the three the three that are getting just recycles I was like, is there anything they could do to move up into the personalized nudes bracket? You know, how do they transcend the recycled content? How do they go above, you know, how do they get out of where they're at? Probably, probably be funnier. That's all we have right now. You can't be fitter. You just have to be funnier. She obviously has a good system going, but I did say, how do you organize yourself? Because the big question for me is, how would you organize it so you know which ones are top tier, who's getting what sort of nude, without kind of getting everyone's names mixed up? And she said that she's basically chatting to them all on an array of different platforms. So it's a bit more easy to compartmentalize. If you have like Hinge guy, Tinder guy, yeah. Sounds like too much. Sounds like a lot of faff, but it seems like she's a professional. Yeah, she is a professional. I find it really weird. I I personally wouldn't be comfortable sending nudes or sexting someone who I had never met before. And I really appreciate that this is potentially a different time because you're having to get to know people in isolation and digitally. But I don't think I would ever feel comfortable enough sending a nude or sex someone that I had never met. And obviously, the main reason for that is you don't know who's on the other end of the phone, as in they could be an absolute freak and not the person they say they are. But more, I just don't want people I don't find attractive to have those pictures of me. What if they're not fit? I'd be creeped out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that is, that is certainly a risk of it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't really thought of the whole, like, they could just be catfishing. There must there must be some catfishes about, surely. This is good, this is fertile. Yeah, it. they must have really hiked up because this is prime time. Yeah. Yeah, I've got I, I've got a mate who's just, she's just sexting away and, like, has sending news and whatnot. She's having a well over time, so people she doesn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the person I'm sending or receiving the most nudes from is someone I've only met once in real life. That doesn't count. You just said you've met them. Next. Yeah, but I don't know them. Next. Next. (laughs) Interesting. I think it's quite a particular time and I think more people are doing it than usual now. I guess it's because like there's no, because there's no end date. Yeah. It feels a bit like if you are texting this person and it's going somewhere, it's a bit like, well, if you don't pick it up, then what do you just like keep talking? Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I guess, I guess at least if you go on like a Zoom date or if you do some sort of like house party thing, at least then you can verify mm. their face and yeah. then it might make you feel a bit better. Yeah. 
This is from Jane. Hi, Jane. Uh, hi, Jane. Uh, says, I had a FaceTime date with someone I met on Hinge. It was going well, I thought, but five minutes in, he was like, what you wearing to bed? And started asking if I was touching myself, etc. I said I was on my period and found an excuse to hang up. That is tough. That's, that's quite heavy for five minutes in. Yeah, this sort of plays into my theory that the real disease afflicting us all right now is, is horniness. <laughs> because this guy's obviously chronically suffering from it. Because I think... Irrational. Five minutes in is fucking bold as fuck. I think you have to be so certain that you're, what you're saying is not going to be received awfully. you got to sort of be more gentle than that. That is a fucking blunt, that is a hammer of an approach. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to be more delicate. That guy has just, has literally opened up Hinge and thought, I want to have some FaceTime sets tonight. Which one will I pick? Uh, yeah. Absolutely fucked up. <laughs> Do you think he thinks that everyone's on the same level and everyone's just going to like open up, like like your video is going to come up on FaceTime and suddenly everyone's like, let's just fucking have sex on FaceTime. Do you reckon he thinks Yeah, that? I mean, I think it's probably quite hard because if you're just like staying in, just getting hornier and hornier, you don't really know how other people are feeling. So it's quite, maybe quite a natural thing to assume that everybody's in the same mental health headspace that you are yeah <laughs> and you e and you either say what you are into bed or you just go i'm so fucking horny can we please have facetime sex now Think touch yourself <laughs> if you're yeah. talking to someone yeah if you're talking to someone who you're getting vibes from just yeah that, that's an incredibly bold approach but it would probably work if you're both on the same page and someone was just like i'm really horny <laughs> also do you know what i fucking love from jane that she used the period excuse digitally yeah. <laughs> fucking jane <laughs> yeah. it's good it's good to see that the old tricks are still valid in I this new love age that from her. i'm sorry i'm on my period i can't do anything i can't couldn't, couldn't possibly get a boob out i'm on my period <laughs> <laughs> i love that that is a great one that is really good I guess just like in that sort of situation, if you do find yourself in that situation, you want to look out for the signs and just having a normal conversation about your day and like what cake you baked with your grandma earlier is not a sign. So <laughs> just, you, you know, need to like read the room, so many read the just room. Need to read the room slightly better. Read, yeah. read the video call as best you can. Um, you know, like if they're starting to move the clothes a little bit or there's the conversations going that way, then absolutely. But if it's just about yeah. like what you have for if dinner. you're drinking a lot, you're both drinking on Zoom. Yeah. What do you, what do you think is a sign of someone who definitely does want to get their clothes off? I reckon if they're wearing socks. Oh, if they put on one of those really fucking ugly, fluffy dressing gowns that all go. Dressing gowns. Yeah. Fluffy yeah. dressing gowns. Fuck that. No, no makeup, like just like in bed, like... Just like wearing wearing a hoodie with the hood up. <laughs> Maybe a towel right around the head. Cup of tea, not booze. Cup of tea. Oh, nice, nice, nice little cup of tea. Cup of tea yeah. <sighs> okay, I've got another story here from Alex, and she said, "I was playing around with the highest settings on my vibrator, and I accidentally learned how to make myself squirt." And that's it. That's that's the story. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Alex, good work. Good, good for her. One more, all right, one more analysis on Alex. Just, uh, what she's saying, I accidentally made myself squirt. That was the goal. She did it at Easter weekend. She had four days to do it. And here she is. Well done, Alex. Clap, clap. Well done. You well know, done. look, this, this isolation time is, is about, you know, discovering new hidden talents, finding yourself, and she can leave isolation with that under her belt. <laughs> new skill, new skill. We're all doing new creative things. You know, some people are starting TikTok accounts. Other people are discovering their body. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> okay, Beth says, 
I got a Snapchat from a boy I'd been messaging on Tinder while I was sat in the living room at my family house. It was an ungodly hour to send anything naughty. And I was in the corner of the room. Sorry, sorry there's, no, there's no ungodly hours. <laughs> so, okay. she, so she opened it up uh, thinking it would be safe. When I did, it was a video of him wanking himself off with the caption, I need to see you, baby. Baby. Unfortunately, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How how had he spelt baby? That is key. B B Y. Oh, that's the worst <laughs> way of spelling it. <laughs> and it's also it's like I need to see you. It's just a you, baby. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that only works if it's if it's ironic, and I just don't think it is. No, it definitely isn't. Beth continues. Uh, unfortunately, my yeah. mum was behind me and saw everything. She just oh, kind of looked at me funny God. and said, I'm going to pretend I didn't see that. To be honest, I wish I hadn't seen it either. He's 21, but his dick was shriveled like he should have been about 60. Ouch, Bear. Oh, I hate this. I hate it. I hate it. She said, as horrible as that is for me to say, he also blocked me randomly a few days later. Fuck, maybe he heard you call him a shriveled dick. <laughs> Triple day. <laughs> Triple day. <laughs> wow. Oh my god, imagine your mum seeing that. How would you even how'd you come oh, back from that? I mean just you can't I think you just have to like run out into a, to wherever you're from. Do you know what I would do? I'd be like, oh my god, it's one of those fucking virus things going around WhatsApp. Oh mum, don't you hate these? Have you not got one of these yet? 100%. Yeah, yeah, that's the smart thing. But you need to think about that instantly. That would need to just Yeah, be rather like, than being like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you need you need to have that excuse on tap, ready to fucking go. And I'm guessing she didn't. Yeah, you really yeah, wouldn't. No. I can so imagine her mum. Like, I feel like every mum's reaction would be the same. Just the raised eyebrows and just the looking away. <laughs> <laughs> right, zomping. Who's heard of it? Me. Is is that Zoom humping? Is that Zoom, that zoom <laughs> humping? Is that what that is? No, but it should be. That's way better. It's, it's Zoom dumping. Oh, isn't that just dumping? Why does it need a Z? What's different about it? Because it's fun. <laughs> Because it's being done on Zoom. Although, if it, were, if it was being doing, done on House Party, it really would be called humping. Yeah. I... Yeah, yeah. I think if I was if I was going to break up with someone over a video chat app, I would do Google Hangouts and I would send them like a Google calendar alert to being like a discussion about our future. <laughs> RSVP to the event. That's like when people do presentations would... on Tinder. That's just odd. Why would you need to make it that intense? It's already hard enough. Yeah, I mean, I've never broken up with anyone. So maybe that's why I'm saying these things. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, according to our research, one in five people admit that lockdown has put them on the rocks a little bit. And also, in the last month, there have been 680 searches for do I love my boyfriend in comparison to 300 searches for do I love my girlfriend? <gasps> oh, <laughs> love that. <laughs> it's the girls doing the dumping, I'm afraid. The zumping, sorry. I feel like we, sh we as a society should not be surprised about that because I think women largely tolerate men and i think when you're around someone all the time and you have to tolerate them all the time it becomes very irritating let me tell you now when you live with someone all the time and you have no space you realize how little they do around the house so wow lucy okay. have you googled do i love my boyfriend <laughs> yeah every hour on the hour <laughs> and it never says anything new <laughs> yeah but i reckon that's probably it People are realizing things that like, you know, not taking the bin out, take it out. This has changed. This is my own problems Can't now. Relate. For example. <laughs> Can't relate. I have to take my own bins out because I'm deeply alone, but good to know that's where you're at. Uh, <laughs> what you'd give to get someone else to take the bins out for you? Oh, just uh, even just to have that argument. <laughs> okay. So Helen said, 
Helen. My ex had Helen. So my ex had basically been posting personal details about me and our relationship on his Snapchat story. What the fuck? And after saying he'd never do it again, he did it one last time on the Tuesday night that lockdown started. I called him to basically tell him that I have no interest in being with someone with the mental age of twelve. Yeah, fair. And broke up with him on the phone, not on Zoom. So this is on the telephone. Which is fine. Still a zomp. We're going to classify this as zomp. Yeah. So from here on out, there's been... <laughs> from here on out, there's just been this strange limbo. Like there was no in-person talk it out. No last night. No goodbye. His stuff is all over my apartment. He's also continuing to post on his Snapchat story about how sad he is, which I guess feels <laughs> like a bit more of a normal thing to do now. Not that normal, but okay, we'll allow it. <laughs> all I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say, is that I'd like to sort of think that if I if I was ever in a place where I got to plain black background text on a Snapchat story, that someone in my life would tell me and ask me what the fuck I was doing. I think whoever this guy is, he doesn't have the right support network around him to tell him that that is him. Embarrassing. I'm envisioning the meme, you know, the guy that's like, feel like pure yeah. shit, just want her back. Like, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically it. That's what you look like when you do fucking sad boy hours on your Snapchat story. I didn't realise people yeah. stood, still did Snapchat stories. I thought Snapchat was just for nudes. Yeah. <laughs> so who's watching those stories, you know? <laughs> Snapchat is literally just nudes and this guy crying at the minute. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> what a fun place that sounds like. <laughs> so what she's basically just kind of said is, at the end of that is that she feels like people who are breaking up in this sort of situation have nothing's resolved there's a lot of unresolved feelings there because you basically don't have all the thing of you know um driving around to each other's houses dramatically collecting stuff having that final goodbye and stuff so i guess it must be quite tough having like five different breakup chats where everyone cries then the waitress comes over and she asks why the girl's crying and you have to be like well i (laughs) <laughs> yeah maybe having breakup sex yeah so it must be pretty tough to to break up right now and then go from being in a relationship to being lonely again so shout out to everyone who's going through that it must be yeah. really shit if you're breaking up like like together in isolation yeah oh yeah god that would suck well i mean like you saw when when wuhan got lifted from lockdown all those couples got divorced because they just couldn't stand the sight of each other anymore i mean i get it, it probably, <laughs> probably happens lucy gets it Lucy gets it. Lucy's living her own personal Wuhan right now. Highly <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so we have a bit of a dilemma here from uh, a listener. She says, my boyfriend hasn't dumped me, but he hasn't spoken to me in three weeks. The last thing we said to each other was that we miss each other and we can't wait for quarantine to be over. Since then, he's ignored all my messages asking how he's getting on. I've called him loads to ask why he's not replying, but I'm not getting an answer. Then a few nights ago, when I asked again what was going on, all I got was, well, you never tell me how I should show affection and I can't pick you up to take you on a date, so I don't know what you want. What should I do? Um, um, <laughs> what the fuck? This is like, this is the most immature, you know, emotionally immature thing. He clearly, like, is too much of a coward to break up with her. So he's trying to do that thing where he, like, flips it on her and is like, well, you haven't told me to stop treating you like a piece of shit. So why, how would I know not to treat you like shit? You know, you know, I'm just a simple man. I have to be told things. Fuck like off. Like Spence, Spence Matthews move. It's, the, it's Spence Matthews, Louise shouting on the bridge. Yeah, yeah. It's very much, I can't believe you would let me cheat on you. That's the kind of vibe of this. Yeah. At first, I was like, maybe he's yeah. been ill. <laughs> maybe he's been in hospital for two weeks. Yeah, it's the second half of that message where he says, well, I can't take you out, so we must be over. I think it sounds, it sounds petty to say this, but you shouldn't, like, 
the only way she's ever going to hear from him again, well, she may not. Like, just stop talking to him. And then if he comes back, then maybe it's a thing. And if he doesn't, well, then probably you've dodged a bullet. I think he's probably texting other girls. He's texting fucking someone else or he's, like, texting his boys or, like, he's definitely finding some way to occupy his time because if he was bored, he'd probably just text you back. Yeah. That's really fucked, though. How, I wonder how long they were together for. Do we know? So they, they've been together. They were dating each other for since, like, last May and they became official in September. So quite a while. Fucking hell. What? What the fuck? Well, I, one of my friends, this was obviously back in the pre-quarantine world. Um, one of my friends was going out with this guy for nine months and then they went on like a date. He dropped her off home, you know, kissed her on the forehead, said goodnight, blah, blah, blah. And they'd been going out nine months at the time. And then she just literally never heard from him again. Like just never, ever, ever heard from him again. He just stopped speaking to her, didn't answer any of her messages and just sort of disappeared. And to this day, she has literally no idea what the fuck. And like, she, she saw him on Instagram, like a pop-up, like, you know, a few months later, had a girlfriend, lives a normal life. Like, it's just, she has no idea what the fuck happened. Oh, that insane? That's, why he, that's why he kissed her on the forehead, because he knew he was never going to see her again. Yeah. It's like, good night, my sweet princess. <laughs> but weird. So weird. Yeah. Right? He must have had a girlfriend the whole time. That's a good theory. That is a good theory. I mean, I just don't know how people do that. Like, I, one of my friends had a friend at uni who was dating three people three people at the same time for the whole of uni. She would go on holidays with them. She would have weekends away with them, but like three whole people, three whole we people. We were talking about nudes girl having a good schedule. It's the people who are like that, who have serial boyfriend, girlfriends without all the others knowing. No, I mean, it's just a feat of nature. And I just, I'm like, how do, how do people not see through it? How do they constantly Surely. curate their like Instagram stories to make sure that there's nothing in the shot that is like, hey, who's that person? Whose foot is that? That's not my yeah. foot. Fucking nuts. <laughs> Just, I, I'm kind of in awe of them. <laughs> so, in conclusion, dump him. Bin him. Bin him. Bin him. Bin him off. Yeah. Get yourself unhinged. Start sending some nudes to someone else. Yeah. Generally, have we got any advice? I know there'll be some people out there trying to keep their conversations yeah. going. What's the advice in keeping people interested during this difficult time? I would sort of say it's sort of no, like usually when you're trying to text someone for the first time, you're trying to almost keep their attention long enough. Like you're trying to, you know, fight through the noise, especially if you come from Hinge or whatever. Whereas now people, all they've got to do is time to reply. So it takes a bit of the pressure off. So you don't have to be constantly like, you know, thinking of things and trying too hard. I actually think it's more relaxed. I think you can talk to people for a couple of days, maybe not talk to them for a couple of days and let, let it build like that. The thing is, is like, if you put too much pressure at the beginning, what are you building towards? We're all just fucking inside anyway. You know, you're just not going to go anywhere. So you might as well just sort of back off and let them come to you. At what point should you start like sexting and sending news? Because if that's sort of like the theory behind it, of, like building up, like taking your time with it. Do you think it's better to, obviously you can send them whenever the fuck you want. Go in quick with it or like leave it a bit longer. I, honestly, it sort of depends on the person. It's basically whenever the conversation goes that way, right? Like it's the same as almost in real life is that you start bringing up certain topics and you talk about like more flirty things. You can do that all through text. And then I would say a fairly good indication is if they're like, messaging you into the into the early hours of the morning those are prime sexting hours if you are getting if you are locked in a conversation between the hours of like midnight and 3 a.m then it is probably going that way i don't understand how you function i get like <laughs> 10 and a half hours sleep <laughs> yeah i'm doing like a nine hour minimum at the minute well i just think like i don't know 12 12 till 12 till 2 30 is like designated designated 
sexy text time. Two <laughs> thirty. It's nearly light by like four. Yeah, and well the day you... is t- turning. Yeah, well then you, you just go to bed, get up at eight, crack on again. This Could you not day. bring that period forward? Because what are you really doing between the hours of ten and twelve? That just seems a bit much to be doing it while everyone else is asleep. If you want to, if you if you if you if you want to be in bed, you know, tucked up at eight thirty p.m. You know, having all your sexting done out of the way, that's fine. You organise yourself however you want to. Do you you know we've nothing, we've all got nothing but time. I feel like midnight till two thirty limits your pool. No? Do a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people active at that time of night? Am I just old? I don't know. I don't know. The people I talk to don't go to bed early. <laughs> so you're just really attracted to people with bad insomnia, basically. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, maybe that's that's the market I've cornered accidentally. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I just want to shout out everyone who's been super active and DMing our Instagram. It has made us feel so nice. We've had so many lovely messages of support. If our horny stories can get you through isolation, I'd be super, super happy with that. So keep the love coming, keep safe and well, and send those nudes, get your vibrator out, make this time enjoyable. Shoot your shot. shot. Why not? Don't forget to please subscribe and follow us on Instagram and we love you lots goodbye pow pow pow